Welcome to Ask the Tech Coach, brought to you by the TeacherCast Educational Network. If you are in charge of professional development and looking to build an innovative digital learning experience, this is the podcast for you. Join us each week as we uncover strategies that tech coaches are using to drive their digital transformations one classroom at a time. And now for your host, with over two decades of experience working with tech coaches and edtech companies from all around the world, Jeff Bradbury. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Teacher Cast Educational Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury. Thank you so much for joining us today and making Teacher Cast your home for professional development. This is Ask the Tech Coach, episode number 151, a bonus show. And today we're going to be talking all about online learning, and we have some fantastic guests for you today. And I hope you guys have a good time. Thanks so much for checking us out. Of course, you can find all the archives over at askthetechcoach.com where we just recently spent the last few weeks redesigning everything. I hope you guys have a chance to check it out. And don't forget to check out our Tech Coaches Network, where you guys can become a part of our brand new membership site. Lots of great things happening over the summertime, and I'm looking forward to spending this school year with you guys. Don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button. And thank you guys for making TeacherCast a part of your professional learning network. My guest today is Doton Tamir from a great company called click 2 Doton. How are you today? Welcome to Ask the Tech Coach. Oh, good. Happy to be here. It is so nice to have you guys. And of course, we are also joined by your partner, Josh Chernikoff. Josh, how are you today? Welcome to Ask the Tech Coach. Thank you for having me. I uh, have some spotty internet, which is not good for a technology company, but I'm trying to join. That's okay. It is great to have you guys. Talk to us a little bit about yourself. You are uh, in different parts of the world. How'd you guys meet? Talk to us a little bit about yourself. Uh, Dotan, I'll I'll let you go first. So, you know, how every two people uh, from Israel and from Maryland, I mean, D.C., uh, meet uh, through somebody in Chicago. So, uh, actually, uh, Josh and I met a few months ago. He joined our team at Click2, which is a startup company based here uh, in Tel Aviv. Um, and we are in the business of disrupting online education. So, you know, we are all about innovation in how um, students, young kids to uh, adults uh, consume online education, interact with each other around education and get tons of new knowledge and ideas out there. And... Uh, you know, Josh and I both come from kind of a uh, similar, interesting background. Maybe Josh, you can talk more about uh, how similar and different uh, uh, they are. Yeah. So it's interesting. I was wondering if Dotan was going to bring this up because um, there was a, a worldwide competition going on between the two of us that we didn't know we were having. And he won it. Uh, and I'll explain that. Basically, Dotan and I both come from the in-person enrichment and camp business. Um, and when the pandemic happened, both of us needed to pivot, uh, to online to potentially save our businesses and, and realize other revenue that was out there. Um, and we both kind of had the idea of, Hey, let's, let's take enrichment and do our, our classes online. Um, we both tried, he succeeded and my platform was not so successful. Um, I was lucky enough though, to, to be connected with him through a mutual friend. So I'm a huge believer, not only in 
in uh, what we're doing, but uh, the, the guy who's running it as well, who, who was able to create a phenomenal platform here. Today, we're going to be talking all about that great platform, but also kind of the effects of the last 18 months of education. In America, we are, I think it's safe to say, coming out of the pandemic. Some places a little bit better than others. Some of us uh, in different locations are, are handling things differently. And I know that education going into this school year is going to look a little different. In the last uh, school year, we, most of our classes were hybrid. They were physical. They were virtual. They were all different kinds. And I know in my district, we're looking forward to coming back to an all physical type classroom. And we're asking the question on Ask the Tech Coach over the last few weeks of what is that going to look like? In fact, even on our last episode, we uh, Sue and I did an episode on three questions that every tech coach needs to ask. I hope you guys have a great time listening to that. But today, Dotan and Josh, you guys have your own story about the pandemic that really helped you guys forge this partnership. Talk to us a little bit about the, how the pandemic hit you guys and what came out of it. Well, as just described, you know, we, we had to pivot really, really quickly. Um, and I, I had a, a business of STEM camps for kids here in Israel, in the States. And um, there was always, it's always, always about being together in person at a magical environment with small groups and instructors uh, giving kids an experience more than just education, but really an experience of learning together, exploring and valuing, uh, giving, you know, getting a lot of value from the group um, atmosphere. Um, and I was wondering if that's going to happen online. And we did a small pilot um, and it worked. So really, um, so really it, 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 you know, I looked, I, went into those, one of those online groups and was kind of a outside uh, viewer and the kids were all into it. And it was all about being in a small group with an instructor, learning a topic by doing hands-on uh, at some, something that is interesting for them, something that they're curious about. Once it worked, I realized that kids this age, uh, in, in this generation, uh, we're really born into this video communication world. Something that us adults, uh, you know, are still a little bit, uh, it's still a little bit challenging for us. We're still uh, um, not always believing in that. I think this past year and a half taught all of us how to, how video communication works how easy it could be also, you know, the bad things about it, the good things about it, but generally it, it, it pushed it to the front of stage. And, um, and then we, we started thinking, wait, you know, this is not gonna go away when the pandemic is over because there's a whole opportunity here for education. Um, there's a, 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 I'll give an example that can relate to schools. So, and, and you know, this is going to be a little bit revolutionary idea, maybe not, doesn't fit to every school already this year, but I believe that this is the future and in a couple of years, we're going to see that happening in every school, every school district, everywhere in America, everywhere in the world. 
imagine, uh, you know, sometimes you have a school, in your school you have, uh, you, you want to start a new subject, a new class, let's say on, I don't know, the, the, the history of dinosaurs, whatever, great story. Um, but you don't, you're not going to have the, the 20, 30 kids and you can't really find that expert teacher that's going to come in person a few times during the week and do that class. So in the past, you would just give up and not innovate and not bring those new ideas. Now, you know that kids can actually interact great in a video setting live in a, in a, in a group setting. So you could partner up with another, with a few other schools in your area or anywhere, basically, and start this class online. So five students from this school, five students from that school, five students from this school, and it's a group. And the expert can be from anywhere. It doesn't even have to be a full-time teacher. It can be somebody that's just an expert and so passionate about teaching that has a day job, but they can actually join you online uh, a few times a week and, and run this class. And then the students don't have to do it from home. They can still be in, in school um, with, with you know, people taking care of them around them and the whole in, in the, inside the school structure. But for that time of the day, go somewhere, go to a class, put headphones and a mic and join this uh, beautiful you know, uh, class that otherwise they would never have in their area. So this is, you know, something that if, if we think about it, this can change so much in education. And of course, you know, there are people that are going to be against it at the beginning because it, it's kind of a disruption in, in what school is about. What do you think? I think it's a great idea, you know, and this is something that has been in the conversation for school districts in the United States. I know even in the state of Connecticut, where I am in, we're looking at enacting laws that say that we can have things like a virtual high school or virtual after school programs. And you did bring up a good idea. Let's say that you wanted to have a, a history of the dinosaurs program, but you don't have that that teacher that can do that. Where do you go? having a video system or having a, a curricular system where you can put everybody together um, is something that's needed. And coming out of the pandemic, we all know how to do it. We all know what it takes. We all know what we need to do. And I think that parents trust it now more than ever, certainly more than they would have trusted it two years ago. Talk to us a little bit about some of the things that you're hearing from the educators and from the community that you're working with. What do they think about being able to learn in an online environment such as this? So it's an interesting conversation, um, and they are always the early adapters and innovators of the world, and, and, and they are always the other side of people who, um, you know, are kind of old school and, 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 and want the, the old school stuff to come back and forget about this whole uh, uh, remote and online uh, piece that uh, we experienced in the past year and a half. Um, you know, there's a, in the ed tech world there's a big trend right now that's about cohort based learning uh, the old waves of education they're not old or still exist but they are the first waves of education of online education they were all focused on courses that you can join online on your own self-paced pre-recorded you do it on your own time but and, and it started really nicely with so many platforms and, and course platforms out there but the results show that only about 3% of the people actually complete those courses. 
and it's not a good number. Um, and, 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 you know, it makes sense. There are people that can do it and can commit to self-learning, but most people, it's very hard for them to do, especially in a, such a quick and fast-moving world like the one with so many things that are happening and surprises every day. And then the, the cohort-based learning speaks about people that want to do online learning from home, but they are doing it live on live video with a group setting with an instructor or a teacher or an educator. Um, and then they have more accountability and they commit and it's as a community and it's interactive and it's much more similar to how we learn at school, uh, old school school and, and kindergarten and everything. Uh, because you are part of a group and you always been, you've always been learning from your peers and your instructor not just by reading textbooks or doing videos. So, so it shows close to a 90% completion rate when it comes to online cohort-based learning. Now, this is a trend that is going to affect what those kids are going to, what kind of, those, of courses those kids are going to participate when they grow up and do things out of school during high school, high school time or uh, when they grow up and go to university and university is going to offer those kind of online classes, maybe in a hybrid setting so that some of the classes are going to be taken in person, some are going to be taken in cohort-based learning online. So when you look at the future, this is probably the future. And, and I think part of our role in schools is to prepare kids for their future. Um, so they have to participate in such kind of uh, classes, such kind of learning uh, when they're already very young. So they, you know, they get better prepared for the new world that is coming. You know, when a school district or when a community is looking to move in this direction, they've obviously got a lot of questions to ask themselves, to ask each other, to figure out how we're going to be, you know, really moving forward on this. When you're working with school districts, communities, uh, you know, organizations like this, what are some of the questions that you have the most and what are some of the questions that you feel these groups should be asking themselves um, before moving into a virtual learning environment? So... I think that um, there are two, there are, there are a few parts for the, uh, for this answer. One is the, the actual delivery, you know, the, the methodology of how to deliver a great online class. This is the basics. And, and at Clicksy, we are also asking ourselves this question every day and looking at our partners that are running courses for kids or for adults. What do they do? Well, can they get better? Can they improve? What, how they should train their trainers to uh, to be really good at delivering and engaging fun because education has to be fun. And it can be fun online. It can be really fun online if you use the right tools and if you have the right curriculum and if you go by this, the right methodology. Uh, but most teachers are still not there. They still need to improve. They still need to get better at this. Um, and, and, and it's very exciting because it's a whole new opportunity to uh, to, to deliver things in a different way than they used to. Like I see so many teachers that do so much better online than they do in person because they have, they're in front of a screen, they have all those tools, they have this dashboard, they have a whiteboard, they have a lot of things that not necessarily they have in an in-person. Also the, for the students, it's much easier to concentrate 
when there's one thing to concentrate and not a, a full class uh, of kids doing you know, different things. So methodology and delivery is, is very important. And we at click we are developing uh, um, platforms for educators to grow and improve, but also we're developing the technology tools to show who's doing good, how's the engagement going, how's the attendance going. So we're developing all those tech, tech tools. And the other thing about um, that, that, that educators and organizers and organizations need to ask themselves is, how do I get into this? How do I manage this? This is happening in the online. It happens in the cloud. You know, we used to manage things when it's uh, in the school building, brick and mortar, classrooms, doors, but it's so much harder when it's online, when it's virtual, it's kind of invisible. So this is basically the whole idea of click to is to, is to be this online version of the offline school building where we have all the classrooms, all the all the teachers are organized, all the meetings, all the everything, all the content, everything is organized in one big place, but it's one place. So you don't have to start creating links and send emails and, and get notifications and find the content and share screen. You put it all at one place. So you can duplicate, you can replicate, you can uh, uh, get like remove a lot of the stress that is involved with online learning. Well, if you go back for the last 18 months, and if I think about being in that classroom for the first time, uh, you know, when the pandemic hit, I was a middle school teacher and, and, you know, it was Monday morning and here you go. And, you know, we didn't have a dashboard. We didn't have anything to do. We, we had a video program, but it was still that Wild West idea of, OK, what's going to happen? How's it going to happen? How am I going to get these younger students from, you know, link A to link B? And that's as a teacher as a father of my seven-year-old triplets in first grade at the time, uh, actually in kindergarten at the time, trying to get them to go from, you know, Google meet link to meet link to all these different places. That was nuts. I love the fact that with click to, it provides, as you said, not only that dashboard for, for keeping track of everything, but, for the students, it's one thing that you have to have. It's one thing that you need. Um, talk to us a little bit about the platform here briefly. If, if a school district, if a community organization, if anybody wants to check out Click2 and sign up, how does that work? What does that look like? What do they need to do to get to get started? So Click2 is a great platform for um, managing and, and, uh, and, and delivering uh, online courses or online classes. Uh, it's great for a single or solo educator that just want that all that those powerful tools to run their class. It's powerful for uh, a small organization with just a few teachers, but it's also powerful for a big organization with hundred uh, educators um, that maybe even come from different places. Um, you know, it's it's kind of easy to 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 build everything there because it's it was designed by educators. Uh, all of our teams team is, is people that came from come from education. They understand the language, they understand the concept, and and how an educator or an organization of education think uh, when they build a program. So it's quite you know simple and easy and fun to to build it to build a program there. And, um, and, and everything is included, as I said. So the video platform is there, but it's a video platform that's designed for education with integrated uh, uh, whiteboards and content share, sharing. So you can have a classroom, a virtual classroom, 
that's called the history of dinosaurs because I like the history of dinosaurs. And, uh, and the, the teacher will have all their presentations and PDFs and demonstrations and exercises over there saved in that classroom. So when they start the live class, they never have to share screen. They all just click on, on the playlist on different pieces and it's shared with their students. And then the students can come and draw on it and, 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 and really um, interact with the content and with each other. Um, it, it delivers, we, it clicked to, we give each student uh, one single link. We call them the, the PAL, the personal access link. This is the link. They never had to find out where to go and, uh, and, and where that, what's that teacher's Zoom link or stuff like that. They just click that link and click to take them to the where they're supposed to go to, go to or show them a nice uh, timer uh, that, that counts down to the time of the class. Uh, and it's all branded. So as an organization, as a, as a school or as an academy, you want your brand to be uh, in front. You don't just want black boxes the screen so it's all branded with pictures and logos so it gives a more more of a community feeling to uh, to the experience um, we you know, we work as I said with solo educators to big organizations and uh, we give uh, what we are very proud of is our support teams we call them a customer success team that are uh, based out of uh, New York and New Jersey and uh, are available to help the admins to train the educators. It's not a lot of training, but you know, we want to want them to use all the nice features of the classroom. Uh, so we give them a short training um, and to be there for any, any, uh, any issue that may arise. Um, you know, we worked with a few after-school programs in New York City that are funded by the New York City Department of Youth and Community uh, during this whole year um, where kids joined their after-school activities from home online every single day and they moved from yoga class to music to uh, homework time to exercise to gathering of a few groups together to break time all done automatically for them within the one single link and for the teachers they only have to log in they see the night their nice schedule that is their schedule and they join the different rooms now they get automatic attendance because we record all the attendance automatically. So for the admin, it's a great tool to come and check out what's going on or to hop in and out between the rooms. It's easy to use and certainly something that school districts and other organizations are looking forward to have. Don't forget to head on over to click2.live. That's C-L-I-C-K-T-O dot L-I-V-E. And Dotan, as we start to turn the corner here, right? And as we, at least in my area, start to put the pandemic in the rear view mirror. And as we start to get back to being more of an in-person learning activity, there's still room in this world for the virtual events. There's still room for people to be learning from each other outside of a traditional four classroom walls. I wanted to give you the opportunity to kind of explore what do you feel is the future of this type of a learning experience? What is the future of virtual learning? What is the future of, of, of hybrid learning? Where do you see this happening in one year, five years? Wow. Um, it's a little con- con- controversial because uh, I, I, you know, I'm, a, I'm a futurist person. So uh, I think that, that online learning 
um, in, in the form of cohort based, in the form of group, group meetings. Um, will become will become the new standard in in online education, and um, once it's a new standard, you know it can start sometimes from the bottom, from the kindergarten and in K twelve schools. It can also start from the top, from the um, yeah, the, the people who go to uh, get upskilled professionally and take management courses online and. Uh, computer science courses online just to get uh, a good, you know, good career, <clears throat> and it can come from anywhere in between university and others. At the end of the day, it's gonna it's gonna boom at, in one of those educational uh, sectors, and that's gonna going to affect all the other sectors because it's it's revolutionary it's the future it allows everybody from anywhere to become a learner on any topic and it allows anybody from anywhere to become a teacher and an educator on any topic so the opportunity is so big so huge that it's uh, there's no like if, if if i'm mistaken i'm probably mistaken just by points not by the whole idea um and then once it's there then everybody will want it because the benefits of sitting at home, uh, taking uh, an online class with a teacher that's an expert on something that I'm really interested in, with a group of other students that are really into this, this is something that we cannot do in person. I think that schools are going to stay in person. I, th I think that the social experience of kids going to school, being in school for the day is very important. I think that after school hours, beyond school, they're gonna take online classes and that's why schools can also uh, uh, get the benefits of it and integrate some online classes within the school schedule during the day. So that's kind of the beginning of the future, that the way I see it. You know, I, I'm, I'm reminded of the, the great Captain Steve Rogers, who uh, in the last Avengers film was asked, how are we going to handle the situation? And his response was together. And I think that you said it beautifully. Kids in classrooms are going to be kids in classrooms. But after that bell rings, there's so many opportunities to get together virtually, um, uh, locally, uh, globally, um, to participate with these, uh, you know, experts in their fields, with educators from around the world. And it is so easy now to be able to do this and the technology technologies here and the software is here and as coaches this is our opportunity to continue those conversations if you will with your teachers to help them understand what the value is what the benefits are and how they can continue to help their students both physically and hybrid i can only see this stuff taking off dotan thank you so much for joining us today and making a great platform and click to and where can somebody reach out and find out more about yourself your company and click to so my personal email is dotan, D-O-T-A-N, at click2.live, uh, which is also our website. And you can also find me on LinkedIn. I'll be happy to uh, continue this discussion. I'm always happy to uh, think about the future of online education together with other people. Um, so I'm uh, hoping to hear from uh, some of our, your uh, listeners. And um, we'll, we'll be really, really happy to uh, uh, meet uh, people who might be interested in checking out the platform and give you a demo. Of course, it's going to be live with a real person on the other side. Uh, so live demo of the platform and uh, let you uh, try and, and give us feedback. 
coaches. It is a great opportunity. And I hope you have had a great time listening to this. No matter where you are as a coach, there's a lot of great opportunities out there, both physical and virtual. And we hope you also have a chance to check out everything over on our website, askthetechcoach.com. You can find our blogs, our websites, and don't forget about our webinar series coming up. All the information is going to be over there on askthetechcoach.com. And that wraps up this episode, episode number 151 of Ask the Tech Coach on behalf of Dotan and everybody here on Click2 and the TeacherCast Educational Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury, reminding you guys to keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions with your students. You've been listening to Ask the Tech Coach, hosted by Jeff Bradbury of the TeacherCast Educational Network. Please reach out to the show with all of your questions on Twitter at AskTheTechCoach or online at www.askthetechcoach.com. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. And please take a moment to write a review in the App Store.